And now, a brand new episode of the Script to Screen News Hour here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM with hosts Alan Mahana and Hod Solo. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Script to Screen News Hour. It is Saturday, March 23rd, and what an exciting time it has been for us on the show. I mean, between floor trailers dropping, massive news in the film and television industry, and not to mention... I've actually taken over the Middle East Film Comic Con Instagram account in the entire day today. It's been kind of crazy um, as we are leading up to uh, script to screen ending up in Comic Con this year. It's quite exciting. It's absolutely quite, quite, quite exciting. Um, we, we've also got something else that's very different today, um, and uh, that is that the uh, the solo to my Chewbacca is actually not here in the studio. He is um, on location in a secret, secret place. Uh, we can't tell you where that place is. Um, so join me in welcoming the solo to my Chewbacca, the one and only Hod Solo from a secret location. Hello? Uh, this is Solo, Solo, over out. Are you there? I am. I, I am there. It's it's very very interesting that the place I'm in is it's very geeky. Uh, I'm getting all these vibes left and right of, of different superheroes. It is a cool location, but again, again, as you said, I cannot disclose where I am at this moment. Yeah, you can't. You really excited. can't. I am very excited uh, to be doing the show uh, with you today. From the secret location, <laughs> I I am so I am super excited you're doing the show with me from the secret location as well. So as we said, we've got a we've got a pretty busy episode today. It's massive. So it's much. massive. I think it's a trailer centric episode. It is a very trailer centric episode. You're right. There, there there were so many trailers this week, and there's so much to talk about, and. Uh, uh, also, I think a great movie of the week. Oh, uh, fantastic movie uh, of the week! Where where someone very interesting retweeted uh, <laughs> your, your uh, review. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was a shocker as well. That was a shocker as well. That was a very pleasant shocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed, indeed. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and jump right in to the movie of the week, which is the one and only Hotel Mumbai. Don't open the door, it's them! Out! When the Yeagles upstairs, do you have a family? Yes. I hope you'll stay alive and see them. What's coming from us? We go down the back stairs and straight out the service exit. If they hurt us, we'll all die. We take our chances. We all are. But to get through this, we must stick together. Wow. Oh my! I mean, super intense, super duper it's intense. Really, extremely intense. All right, so where do we even begin with this movie? 
Well, before going into the movie, I was telling a couple of friends, I don't know why, I have a feeling that, that after watching this film, I'm going to want to have some Indian food because I'm a big, big fan of Indian food. And I didn't feel like any food after the movie. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 definitely, it, it definitely does set... Um, it, it is a very heavy movie, uh, extremely heavy movie, um, very intense, nonstop. It's, it's absolutely unforgiving. Mm-hmm. True, true. It's very, it's very ruthless and very raw. Uh, it's very realistic in the sense of usually when we watch such a movie, we perhaps expect uh, something superheroic to happen or someone to pop in. And no, this is the story as it is, as it went down. Uh, I promise you, people, if you watch this movie, you will not be able to get out of your seat. You're going to be hooked from the first second to the last second. It's a very powerful movie. It's a hard movie to watch. Yeah, I agree. Nonetheless, it's a beautiful movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree about the hard. It is very hard to watch. It's it's. Um, I, I think the word unforgiving is 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 very is very um, on point here. Yes, um, yes. What I love most is that it's the, it's um, the director is this is his debut, Anthony um, Marcus or something along those lines. Yeah, he's Australian, if I'm not mistaken. I thought he was Greek. No, I think he's he's Australian because I read a couple of things online and. Uh, they stated that he's from Australia. Oh, okay. Uh, totally thought he was Greek. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's his debut film and, and what a massive debut. I think, uh, his mastery of the suspense genre is just, it's so spot on. Um, uh, I love what he did with the camera. And I kind of said this in my review. I love what he did with the camera by giving us these wide shots that almost look like security camera footage where you see the terrorist and you see, uh, uh, the hostages or, or, you know, like the, the people that are inside the hotel and you're almost like, you're almost put in this position where like, Oh no, don't move. He's going to see you or whatever. It's this edge of your seat kind of action and, and, I have yet to see another movie master it as well as this one does. Yeah. So he is Australian. Okay, so he is, we've just confirmed his nationality. Yeah, Anthony Maras. Maras, that's it, Maras, yes. Look, I have to agree with every single thing you said. And I think what also elevates the film are the performances. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. even, Even the terrorists. I mean, you just hate them so much. These guys did such a great job. And and Dev Patel. I mean, Dev Patel is such what a... What a beautiful evolution for this actor, isn't it? This, he keeps, really, movie after movie, he keeps surprising me. I don't think he's had a lot of faux pas in his, uh, in his career. Agreed. Maybe the, la- maybe the last Airbender was a bit... Well, we, we try to ignore that movie as a whole, yeah, so... exactly. But besides that, I mean, from Lion to Slumdog Millionaire to, uh, he, he's done it uh, to the, the TV show. The he's Newsroom, so, yes. He's fantastic. This guy is so versatile. Uh, he, can, he, he just conveys so much emotion. I, I really love what this young man has been doing for the cinema industry in general. 
Yes, I, I totally, totally agree. Um, I think I think a movie like this, um, we, we you know, you, you did mention the terrorists and how much you hate them. But at the same time, there is this almost it's not a forgiving thing. And that was what I was worried about that this movie was going to do was that somehow it was going to um, put the audience in a place where you felt bad for the terrorists. But it wasn't this feeling bad. It was just seeing how completely brainwashed with hatred they were, completely, um, um, I guess, uh, um, victimized, but I don't even want to use that word because that's also very risky to use that word, but it, it, yeah. it just, it shows you that hatred doesn't do anybody any good. Uh, that hatred only breeds more hatred and that extremism only breeds more extremism. And I think that's one of the reasons why um, um, Jason Isaacs <laughs> enjoyed my review <laughs> yeah. retweeted. and retweeted my review. Um, I think it's because I was, I, I did mention that, that it, it, it's, it's really a film with a lot of heart and, and it shows you, yeah. um, the resilience and the, the, uh, surviving strength of the human spirit. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, I, I do want to emphasize on the realism of this movie. Oh, so real. Uh, oh, my because, Lord. Because, it's, because someone on my Instagram, uh, on my review, asked me, is it an action movie? And I'm like, no, it's not. It couldn't be further from an action movie within the, the typical genre. As you said, these terrorists, uh, without trying to ruin too much, because this is based on a true story, and I think people kind of know uh, how the events slightly unfold right but, but you don't have the redeeming moment for a terrorist right exactly mind, which would happen in another blockbuster kind of you know typical cliche american action film or or you don't have a central extremely heroic character it's more a heroic acts from different people yes it's an, it's yes. an ensemble effort really it is it is an ensemble uh, effort that this this movie and and there's uh, this like forward. there's this like recurring theme where like united we stand divided we fall every time people tried to walk away from this one unit of survival um, many people fell and many people died because of these consequences exactly. Um, exactly. And then uh, the idea of, of how real it is, I think uh, uh, Maris' inclusion of real footage from yeah. the event, because they, he did do that. There was yeah. some real footage. The way he includes them is so smooth and so genius so that organic. it feels so seamless, uh, yeah. so organic, exactly what you said. It is very organic. And... Uh, Look, we highly recommend you guys watch this movie. It's a tough one yeah. to watch. Be prepared for it, but definitely go watch it. It's a masterful film. I agree. I couldn't agree more with you. Absolutely. Fantastic film. Uh, wow. Uh, seriously, wow is a very good kind of word. Exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So the first two trailers we're going to discuss today um, are uh, Stranger Things 3 and Toy Story 4. Um, yeah. Crazy that we're seeing sequels and, you know, I mean, not, not so crazy, actually. It's becoming quite typical. <laughs> it would be surprising to have a movie that's very successful at the box office and that's it. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's jump right in here. Let's start talking about Stranger Things three, the trailer for Stranger tra- Stranger Things three. That's a mouthful. Um, uh, Stranger Things three. Yeah, uh, let's start talking about that trailer real quick. What do you think? Man, I'm I've got to be honest. I really, really enjoyed this trailer. It's it's very reminiscent of the time period period they're in, which is the 80s. Right, right. Uh, it's very lively. I'm very happy to see all these characters back. Uh, you do feel there's been some time that's passed. They've grown older. Right, right. Uh, they've had more responsibilities and so on. Uh, I, I, I would be lying if I didn't say the highlight for me was uh, Dustin and Charlie. Uh, Steve, sorry, Dustin and Steve. Okay. Yes, uh, yes. Where they high five each other or something at one five. point. Yeah, they do it at two points within the trailer. One in the middle and one in the end. And there's a girl in the background, and she's like, "All, all are all the kids your friends or something like that?" Yeah, yeah. And I did love the, the, them showing a bit of the monstrosities and so on. The music is also on point. Uh, I'm very excited. Deb. I, I, I really did enjoy this trailer. I'm okay. So I'm I'm a little iffy on 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 Stranger Things because for me, season two, in my opinion, season two was not as good as season one. Um, I did enjoy season two. Not that I didn't enjoy season two, but I I don't think it captivated the magic as well as season one did. This, however, um, there there was a certain spark in this trailer that. Um, Caught my attention. I think the colors definitely caught my attention. Uh, it's very colorful. Normally, Stranger Things trailers are extremely dark. This was yes. colorful. Um, it's also happening in the summer, which is kind of different um, yes. for Stranger Things. Um, uh, uh, um, I did like seeing uh, Eleven being a little more um, integrated, let's say, into mm-hmm. into the 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 team and and and. Uh, society. Um, I liked seeing them a little older. That's very interesting. Um, uh, I wish they hadn't shown shown us the monster. Uh, I kind of wish they didn't. Um, I liked the scene with Eleven at the beach. That was kind of like interesting. It was very uh, a la Frozen 2 trailer. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm not going to say that I'm super pumped, um, but I am looking forward to it. There is a definite um, level of intrigue that did not exist for season two for me. So um, I am looking forward to it. Um, um, you mean season three? No, no, no. Like, so my excitement for season three is more so than my excitement was for season two. Okay. okay. Yeah. So this, I get you. Yeah, this feels a little more back to basics for me. It, it it really did take me back also to the 80s. To yes. The, the references. Yes, uh, like, for like sure. There's a pool set place, which is a bit like Piranha. Yes, yes, uh, exactly. So th- there are a lot of those references, those things, and done very, again, subtly and very smoothly. Yes, for sure. For sure. For sure. So I'm excited. You're right about season two. I do agree with you. It was a, a bit less. Yes. Season one, but I still did really enjoy it. Yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it. It just did not have the magic that season one had. And yeah. so I'm hoping that the magic returns for this one because of that time gap that's between the seasons. I'm hoping yeah. that, you know, there might be something new this time around. Sure. Um, 
So I'm looking forward to that. All right, the next trailer that came out this week was Toy Story 4. Yes. And what do you think? I'm going to let you start because I know you have, uh, I'm not going to say an issue with Toy Story 4, but you're not 100% on board if, if, if that's a good way to. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. That's a perfect way of saying it. Yeah. Um, and I'm still not. Okay. <laughs> um, the the, the storyline does feel a little recycled to me. Like, I don't see that they were offering anything new as far as the, the narrative goes. Um it just, I don't know. I'm still not, I'm still very iffy about it. I watched it. I wasn't really smiling at all. I was just like, oh, okay, so this is Toy Story 4. Um, the idea of like Woody getting lost. Okay, we've done that before with Buzz. Um, now Bo Peep has kind of gone rogue and she's something else now, which is weird. I don't even know if she's a good guy in this. She kind of seemed like a bad guy. Um this concept of like, I'm going to make up a toy. I don't know where they're going to go with this. Um, you know, with the spork, um, toy thing. I don't know. It just, again, I'm still very iffy about it. I'm not super excited about it. Um, yeah. So I don't, I really don't have much to say other than I'm still in the same place I was with the teaser. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not, on the same page as you. Okay. Uh, I actually enjoyed the trailer. Okay. I loved the idea of the whole spork, a child creating their own toy. Okay. Because I remember as a kid, I used to take this and stick it with that. Yes, for sure. For sure. So, so that's, that's interesting. And the whole, I think this is going to be interesting character. Uh, I think it's going to reflect a lot of issues nowadays about uh, being yourself, blah, 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 and so on. So that could be uh, very interesting the way they, uh, they, they, they tagged uh, this section. Yeah. I like the creepy aspect of those. The you know, dummies. Dolls. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The dummies, for that sure. Kinda, it it reminded me of the first Toy Story with those scary toys. Yes, so, yes. So I like that kind of uh, maybe throwback. And uh, very, very oddly enough, a couple of hours ago, uh, I was watching TV and Toy Story 3 came on. And I watched the first maybe five, ten minutes. And there's a part where they're talking about all the toys that have gone missing. And when they talk about uh, Bo Beep, yeah. uh, Woody pauses and he's like, yeah, we've lost people like Bo Beep. And you feel that there is something to tell, that something has happened and it could be worth exploring. Now, now when okay. it comes to the Toy Story universe, I don't think they've done any wrong and I don't think uh, they could. It might not Maybe, as you said, there could be some recycled kind of themes somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's going to end up being a bad film. Okay. Uh, again, as the trailer hap- uh, showed us, it's it's fun. It's lively. Uh, the animation's gotten 10 times better. That's for sure. It's getting better and better. Uh, I can't wait to see Key, Key and Peele in their roles because you don't really see them in this trailer. No, you don't. Yeah, for sure. Um, I kind of enjoy their, uh, their, 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 their fighting and arguing. It's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of am looking forward to, to the conclusion of, I think that this should be the conclusion, hopefully. Well, hopefully, until they come up with Toy Story 5. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of until they come up with Toy Story 5, it is now official. 20th Century Fox is now a Disney company. Holy moly. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. And so much news in the past. 
three, four days. Yeah, with, in, in regards to like the X-Men and Deadpool and it's just, I don't even... I don't even know where to begin with this. I mean, I knew, we knew we covered it. We knew it was coming. But now that it's here, it's just, I don't know. Like a part of me is very uneasy about this. Yes. Now, what I've I've read online is that uh, everything is going to be rebooted. Rebooted, sorry, with the exception of Deadpool. They're, They're leaving Deadpool as it is. And everything well, I think they would have an uh, they would have a coup d'état on their hands if they were to touch yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know what what they're going to exactly do with the X Men Fantastic Four. Is it linked to the current MCU? Is it going to be a phase alone and then they meet? I don't know. Yeah, but there were rumors. Is- there were rumors that spun out that uh, you know that there was consideration of like an Avengers versus X Men movie yeah. somewhere along those lines. So a la Civil War, I guess. Um, yeah, in, in the comics, it's, it's something big that does happen. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, so that could be interesting. But again, how many more movies, how much more, uh, how many more series, how much, how much more content is going to be kind of thrown in our face that we have to watch in order to comprehend the entire picture? Yeah, I agree with you. And, and and this is something, again, we've discussed on our franchise spotlight episode, yeah. um, you know, how, how much of a duty it's becoming to keep up with all of these linked, interlinked storylines. Like, you know, in the past, it used to be trilogy, like three movies, you're done, you move on. Now it's like 17, you know, like just look. Not- not forgetting the series, which are on the side. And right, right, right. The, the comic books, which they print, and the blah. And the, so it's just a lot. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm like I said, this, this merger, or not even merger, this purchase, feels very much like, a, not feels, it is a monopoly. And, and yeah. Disney's just, I don't, I think, I think, you know, we might be witnessing a, a, a crumble very soon in quality. And it's just not, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know about this. You know, I have a very bad feeling about this <laughs> is essentially where I am. And uh, I almost feel like it's a trap. Okay. I've done my, uh, I've yeah. done my <laughs> shout outs to star Wars in this episode. Look, I think uh, in terms of quality, that's, an area I'm not too worried about because they have delivered so far in general. Yeah. With the exceptions of a few, few things left and right. But, but where I am curious, where there hasn't been a lot of talk or I personally haven't read much about are the other franchises, the, the aliens, the star, the, the diehard. The, right. The yes. Yes. And, and Home alone. Exactly. What will be done with these franchises that's where I, they have my curiosity. They have my attention. Because again, you're not going to be sucked into a whole universe of 17,000 movies to watch. Right, right. Hopefully. 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 I mean, you I never know. Meets, meets Alien, meets Kevin McAllister. Yeah, something like that. Or like uh, uh, um, John McClane versus Iron Man. Yeah. Um, ooh, although I would pay to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, finally, dude, dude um, um, it's totally excellent news, uh, coming totally. to us from totally the duo excellent. themselves, 
Keanu Reeves and um, oh, Alex Winters. That is that is it. Alex Winters uh, announced yesterday on social media that Bill and Ted Three is happening, dude. Totally awesome. I, I think it's entitled Bill and Ted. Uh, what is it? Face the music or something? Yeah, something along those lines. Um, you know what? You gotta talk because you saw you saw Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure. Yeah, I watched it a few days after, uh, a day after they announced it. So they announced. But that's the that's the sequel, isn't it? It's it's a, yeah. No, I watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's the first one. The second is Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Okay. And the third one will be Bill and Ted's Face the Music. Exactly. Okay. So which one uh, did you watch? I watched the first one, Excellent Adventure. Okay. 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 I've seen I've seen I've seen Bogus Journey a, a while back, but I like okay. And look. I'm not going to lie. This is not a piece of art. Man. Like, wow. No, but oh it, it, I mean, th- this is more like a cult classic now. It's a cult classic. Yeah. It's fun and it's silly. And I mean, these two characters are just so lovable. They're so goofy. They're so into their own bubble. And they've been waiting. The last one was released in 91. My so, Lord. And, wow. Yeah. And the third one will be released next year. So 2020. So if we do the math, and I'm very bad at math, you're almost talking about 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I, I, I mean, that's insane. What, what, because the time difference between the first two was a couple of years. Uh, this one is 30 years. So what happened to these characters? Yep, exactly. Uh, what happened vis-a-vis their, uh, because, because the movie, it, basically, very quickly, the, the first movie talked about these two guys who 600 years from now kind of uh, create this, utopian future with rock and roll and everyone is at peace and, and so on. So they have to go back in time and get these uh, historical figures in order for them to pass their history final uh, in school. Right. And so so 30 years on, where are they? What happened to this dystopian? Yeah, I mean, like if you, if you listen to, I mean, if you pay attention to the title, it's like face the music. That's normally yeah. what you say is it's like, this is it. This is the final, you know, yeah. you're facing the music. That's it. Kind of a thing. Exactly. Um, is this what's going to make them, you know, the people they are in the future? Yeah, I, yeah, I guess maybe. I don't know. That I c- could be. But yeah, it's good because I'm, I'm happy. Keanu Reeves is a guy. That's I it. Love. See, this is the thing. This is where I wanted to get to. All I know is I'm just super happy that Keanu Reeves has kind of found a, a, a new life because of John Wick. Like yeah. this is, I mean. I just, I love him. He's a, you know, like uh, my dad and I have been watching the Matrix films recently. Um, I I freaking love Keanu Reeves. Like I just, I do. He's not the best actor in the world, but like, he's awesome. Like, dude, you know, like. You know, whatever he does is, it's quite genuine. Yes. Maybe he doesn't like create these new characters. Yes, exactly. If you want to very much Keanu Reeves. Yes. But he's such a nice guy. He's such a good guy that it, it shows, you know. Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Makes me want to go back and watch Speed as well. Speed. Uh, oh, what a good movie! What a good movie indeed. All right, rock and roll, rock and roll indeed. Okie dokie. Down to two. Our last two trailers of the week before two final stories uh, to cover before we head into the box office and our recommendations. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the ninth film from legendary filmmaker Quentin Tarantino. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you see the trailer? I did, of course. Man. Yeah. And I effing loved it. Okay, so I gotta lie, I got I gotta say the truth. I gotta not lie. Um, um, I'm not the biggest Tarantino fan. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't like his movies normally. There's only one film that I've actually really enjoyed, and that was Inglorious Bastards. Um, yeah. But this movie, oh man, I loved every single second of that oh, trailer. It's, oh it's man, so oh man, I just loved. I mean, that crying Leonardo DiCaprio scene at the end. I mean, oh. what? I mean, what? This movie is gonna be. I mean, insane. It's gonna be insane. And you know what I like is again they don't show you too much. Exactly. They just show you. It's a very short trailer. It's a minute something. It's not a two and a half minute trailer. Uh, it's it's very well done, very well made, straight to the point. You see the f few characters you want to see. Uh, I like the whole Brad Pitt and uh, uh, Leo DiCaprio sitting next to each other. Oh man, their chemistry is uh, amazing. It's, it's, it's so it's good. It's so good. And. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I am really looking forward to this movie. I think this is going to be classic Tarantino with a twist. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. This, this is what's nice about Tarantino is he's kept uh, his movie-making style, but he's always managed to give it like something a bit different in each movie. So, like with Reservoir Dogs, and then with Pulp Fiction, you know, you saw an evolution within that. Uh, then, if you go on to Kill Bill, again, same style but very different. Uh, Inglorious Bastards, Django. So yeah, you know what? I'm I'm almost feeling like I need to I need to start maybe maybe do the whole second chance thing and give Tarantino's films a second chance. I think I, th I actually think you should. Yeah, me too. There are a few movies I think you still won't buy into a hundred percent, but there are some which I do believe you will. Because okay, so I got I gotta say that it's Inglorious Bastards, and I do like Reservoir Dogs. I have to say that I do like Reservoir yep. Dogs. So those two I do like. So I can cross those off my list. But I think I, I should um, maybe try um, Django again. Uh, maybe I think you should do Pulp Fiction again. Maybe yeah, I should try Pulp Fiction. Maybe the Kill Bill trilogy. Um, uh, no, it's two movies. Is it two? I thought it was three. Oh, no, it's volume one and volume two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, James Gunn is back. I'm so happy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did but we no. talk about that? Did we mention that on the show? Yeah, I think we talked about it last week. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we did. So. Um, yeah. All right, so that's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And finally, our final trailer for this week, John Wick 3, Parabellum. Parabellum. What a freaking trailer! I I was a I wasn't that impressed. I preferred the first trailer. Yeah, because it didn't show as much, maybe. Exactly, and I like the music and the whole setup and the whole. See, but I love the trailer. I love the music for this trailer. I prefer uh, I, the classical music when they put on on the, the the disc, the old disc, and they put on the the. Yeah, bottle. that's what I'm saying. But, I preferred the first the first trailer. I don't know why. Mm, Again, I'm okay. fully on board for this movie, and I I'm very excited, and I can't wait. But I think it showed me a few things that I didn't want to see, like when Halle Berry tells him uh, after this, uh, "I won't owe you uh, anything, or you owe me something," something like along the line of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of shows a, a bit. Uh, I, I I did to be fair, I did like Angelica Houston's last line, "All this for a puppy." 
Yes, yeah. that that was kind of a meta moment for the John yeah. Wick trilogy, you know, like the John Wick films. It's kind of a meta moment, you know, because yeah. I, I was watching the trailer. I showed it to my father and my mom was sitting around watching. And then, you know, and I looked over at my dad and at one point, you know, we were talking about how it's insane that, you know, where the, these films have reached and, and this this following that they've gotten. And now there's a series that's probably that's in the works regarding the hotel yeah. and whatever. And then I was... It, And, you know, and then I threw the line and all of this because of a movie that started because, uh, you know, a people, a bunch of people killed this man's dog. And then my mom was like, wait, so she was being serious. And I was like, yes, that's why it's funny. You know, like, yeah. um, so I, I did, I do like that moment as well. I do like that moment as well. Halle Berry looks kind of badass in this film. I gotta say, like, I'm super stoked to see her in kind of like a kick butt kind of role again. But you know what I wasn't impressed with the, the bad guy. I didn't find him that menacing. I, I don't think that he's going to be the only villain in the movie, uh, there, though. There's going to be a bunch, but he seems like the central villain, if you want. Maybe. Like, like Ruby Rose was in the second one. Yeah, maybe. So, so I, I know the actor. He's done a few French movies. Yeah. Uh, I forgot his name. Uh, he, present, he used to present a, a sh cooking show, Iron Chef, or something like that. Okay. Uh, but kind of, you know... Not menacing enough, but again, let's wait and see. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Agree. Agreed. All right. Moving on to our first uh, of two stories that we're going to sort of talk about on this, um, in this final segment of the show. The new Terminator film that will be starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Get to the chopper. Um, uh, so the um, the new Terminator film that's starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, uh, Linda Hamilton, uh, alongside two new cast members uh, from James Cameron. So James Cameron is also back on board. Uh, he's not directing, but he is producing. Um, we finally have a title on this film, and it's called Terminator Dark Fate. What do we think? looks very uh, promising and reassuring and positive and full of love. Absolutely. I think it's going to be uh, 2019 or whenever it's released, uh, biggest rom-com film. Me too. Yes. Do, 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 I'm serious. Do you think they're trying to replicate something linked similarly to Infinity War? Something dark, something that's going to have like... I think a lot of people are going to start capitalizing on Infinity War's success, I think. Um, but if they're... From what I heard is that they're trying to, they're going to ignore all the movies except the one and two. Yeah. So they're ignoring like three or four, three films. They're ignoring Terminator three. They're ignoring, yep. um, uh, salvation. uh, salvation. And then they're ignoring Genesis. Yeah. I get ignoring salvation and Genesis. I don't know why we're ignoring three because three really fit into one and two storyline. So it's very confusing as to what's happening. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I honestly don't know what to expect. I, I almost feel like the Terminator films need to be laid to rest maybe. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know. Cameron's on board, so we could be, we could be in yeah. for a big surprise. I mean, either laid to rest, as you said, or if you want to go down that road, start over from scratch, but start properly and start with a different story and, and yeah. don't link it to anything. And because it's just, again, too confusing. And yeah. It's just, I mean, it's very confusing to me to see Linda Hamilton with no John Connor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like John Connor was the central character for this I entire. 
I, I do think they're bringing him back with something via CGI. They, 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 there is something John Connor related in the movie. It's, he's not phased out of the story. Okay, okay. So we'll have to. I, I, I guess I, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But but as you said, I mean, with Alita coming out recently, or produced by Cameron, uh, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'll definitely be there to watch it. I'm just, you know, I, I'm I'm concerned about again. I'm concerned about quality here, and yeah. and what the content is going to be. Um, you know, that that's my concern. Finally, yeah. jumping into the final. Um, it's not necessarily a story, but it is a revisit to Rumorville. Because uh, every once in a while, I do like to jump into Star Wars Rumorville. Um, even though Hod isn't the biggest fan of those. Well, maybe not spoiler-wise, but rumors are okay, oh, this, I guess. This, this one is okay. This one works. I don't S think it's uh, linked to anything related to the current uh, film. Right, so, right. So the uh, most recent rumors state that the Weiss and Benioff trilogy is going to be set in the Old Republic, with even further rumors stating that uh, Keanu Reeves might actually be attached as one of the characters called Ravon, who is... Uh, who is a Jedi Knight, I believe. Um, honestly, we kind of called this a couple of weeks ago where we said... You, you, you talked about it, exactly. Yeah, where we said, uh, where I said, I think I would love for them to do the Old Republic stuff because it's yep. very much their arena. Um, yep. And so this now becoming a legitimate rumor, I'm all for this. Yep. Like... I would love to see Old Republic stuff. I would love to see Star Wars historical pieces when the, you know, kind of like, uh, kind of like the prequels, like in that kind of setting where you were, the Jedi were, like there were a lot of Jedi. We'd, I'd love to meet new characters where I could live with them for three films. I'm on board for this, 100%. Yeah, and you know what's nice, which is something which kind of contradicts what you talked about at some point, but then it wouldn't exactly have to do with the Skywalker saga. You know, it would have to do, <coughs> excuse me, with the Star Wars history and the Jedi and so on. Yeah, maybe so, like, maybe, I mean, I wouldn't be, look, so when I say I'm, I'm on board for this is because I know that in the Old Republic, the prophecy still exists. So it's not yeah. completely ignoring the Skywalker line because they can't do that because it is part of their future. Um, but it's, but it's new and it's like, it's familiar enough and new enough to satisfy me as a Star Wars fan. All right. And, and listen, Keanu Reeves as a Jedi, I am in. So much. I'm sold. So much. Bring us, you know, uh, br bring Lawrence Fis Fishburne and whatever, and we'll can, we can have a Jedi Matrix just, kind of. <laughs> don't kill his Wookiee, man. Don't kill his droid. I don't know. <laughs> Box office updates. Da, da, da. Still no jingle. That was, that was so bad. I know, right? Um, Okie dokie. Um, not much has changed. Um, nope. Maybe like two films kind of popped up, um, but nothing, nothing overly new. Nothing massive, no. Nothing overly new. Um, and your predictions were spot on. Yep. Um, regarding who will remain victorious. Yep, and they're they're still gonna be here, I believe, even next week with uh, movies like Dumbo coming up. Yeah, I still, yeah. I still think it it might edge that by just. Well, yeah, because don't forget, you still have the Se'aunus uh, which is one hour and a half and five minutes. 
Um, yeah. That one's coming out as well. So, and I mean... And we have the Lebanese movie which came out this week, Zara'u al-Hashishi. Sharra'u al-Hashishi, which basically means make it legal, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Let's, let's see. We'll see. All right, so in at number five is Escape Room, the uh, thriller. This is its third week, and it brought in 3,162 entries this week with a total of 15,390. At number four, we have the animation Wonder Park, which has been out for one week and has gathered 4,165 entries. And in at number three is another release this week, Five Feet Apart, the dramatic romance. Um, this is also its first week with 4,452 entries. Uh, in at number two, still doing very well. Yeah. Uh, local movies is Captain Marvel. Uh, they've had a total of... Uh, uh, 35,514 and 32,000. 32,000. Sorry, the screen is super small. Nah, it's all right. <laughs> and and uh, a total this week of 10,497. Indeed. And finally, in at number one is the Lebanese film La Hon ou Habs, um, which basically means to, to hear in prison, something along those lines. Um, and it's... Excuse me. It's in its second week um, with a total of 71,114 entries uh, in total. And then this week it brought in 22,915. Yep. So pretty much what pretty, expected. Yeah. I mean, pretty sad. Yep. That's not, okay. Not going to lie. It's okay. I'm glad for my friends. Yeah. I so, mean, sure, sure. Friends. Sure. Sure. All right, on to script-to-screen recommendations real quick with the final seven minutes of our show. Yep. I'm going to recommend uh, something different. I'm recommending a French movie. I haven't Ooh. done that in a while. Ooh la la. Right. I'm recommending a film called La Famille Bélier. Ooh, uh, yes. Have you, seen, have you seen it? No, but I heard a lot of good things about it. it honestly, it is, it's one of those feel-good movies, which is, again... Much needed after a week where we watched Hotel Mumbai. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, after Hotel Mumbai, I'm not kidding. I went home. I watched like two episodes of The Friends. I just needed something. Oh, I binged like change. six episodes of The Office. So you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so La Famille in a nutshell, is the story of this family that uh, live in a on a farm. Yes. Uh, and uh, all the family members, the mom, the dad, and the brother are uh, deaf and dumb. They can't speak and they can't uh, hear. And the only person who can is their 16-year-old daughter. Uh, who wants who to be a singer, a, right? Who, who? Well, that's uh, along the movie. But she's basically at home. She connects them to the world. She takes care of them. Right. Uh, paperwork, uh, yeah. talking to suppliers and so on. She handles everything. And in school, she slowly and accidentally falls in love with music and wants to become a singer. And uh, honestly, a fantastic movie about family, about sacrifice about loving each other, and it's very, very funny. There is a hilarious sex talk scene with sign language between the father and the, the daughter and the mother. It's just uh, to die for. So Amazing. Hello? Ooh, we've lost, we've lost Hod. We've totally lost Hod. All right, so um, on that note, I'm going to uh, just finish off the show here, uh, obviously, because Hod is <laughs> in his... Indisclosed location. He's in his indisclosed location. Um, I, I don't know what happened, um, but it's it's fine. It's it's fine. 
Um, so here we go. So my recommendation um, is uh, essentially it's going to be um, Keanu Reeves's The Matrix um, because, uh, like I said, my dad and I have been watching the trilogy, um, and, and, you know, uh, it's, it's super good. It's, it's actually way more relevant today than it ever was when it was, um, when it was released. So, um, I, you know, that is going to be my recommendation for today. Sorry guys, I'm, I'm a little uh, flustered cause you know, I'm not used to being on the show alone or doing the closing, uh, uh, of the show alone. Um, so like I said, the matrix trilogy is as a fantastic trilogy. It still holds up. I mean, it's, it's very strange, but the CGI still holds up to this day. Um, not to mention the, the, you know, the thematic elements and the narrative beats and what the film is really trying to say here. Um, and this is something that I, you know, it caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting it to be so relevant as it was, um, as relevant today as, as, um, I mean, it should have been back in the day. Um, so uh, for me, that's going to be it. It's going to be the matrix trilogy. Uh, so it's the matrix, the matrix reloaded and the matrix revolutions. Um, one final thing here. Don't forget, uh, to, um, you know, make sure you're following me on social media. I did take over and it's not done, but I, I did take over the MEFCC middle East film comic con account. Uh, today I've done a massive takeover. It's been so much fun. Um, you know, I cannot wait to see all of you guys, all of our listeners in the UAE um, who are going to be at Comic-Con. I cannot wait. I honestly cannot wait to see each and every one of you and to meet you all in person. Thank you so much for, for uh, you know, collaborating with me and engaging with me uh, on the account today, on the Instagram account. It's been a lot, a lot of fun. Um, it's And the day is not over. That's a great thing. The day is not over. So I'm, I'm probably going to be posting a few more things um, as the day uh, um, you know, as, as the day continues. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, the final moments of the show. So here we go. Um, if you want to follow me on social media, you could do so at Alan Mahana, um, on Twitter and on Instagram. You can also follow my co-host who in his undisclosed location, indisclosed location, um, classified, uh, <laughs> you can follow him on his social media at hod.solo. Make sure you do not forget that dot. You can, um, see all the things he shares in regards to script to screen, but also in regards to his reviewed in 60 seconds, his film reviews. You can also listen to us on our website, www.scripttoscreenpod.com, but you can also check us out on Anchor, on Radio Public, on Apple iTunes, and Rami, if you are in the MENA region. Um... You can you can do that uh, uh, again. You can you can listen to the show, stream the show there. Um, what else? Oh, you can also check out our Facebook script to screen pod. You know, Facebook slash script to screen pod. All right, I'm gonna stop rambling here. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stop rambling here and uh, uh, you know start ending the show. I want to thank you guys again so much for tuning in. Uh, Hod, wherever you are, thank you as well for, for joining me today and making that effort. Uh, it's been fun having you on. You can tune in to the show next Wednesday at 3 p.m. on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM for a brand new episode of Script to Screen at Spotlight. And then Saturday is going to be a score special because... I'm going to be giving my TED Talk next Saturday. Uh, can't wait to see you listeners out there. If you are going to be able to make it, um, you can still purchase the tickets on, uh, uh, you know, you can check out the TEDxBelamend uh, Instagram page. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Love each and every one of you. Remember, don't be toxic. Love cinema. Love each other. We are out of here.